conversation Night after night shows me that same old picture And old black and white That's the love of my life I'm looking for Audrey Out of this world greetings to each and every one of you. Thank you so much for stopping by and making Paranormal Prowlers podcast part of your day. Those tunes you just heard are, of course, courtesy of the amazing Bobby Mackey. And as always, I am your host, Tessa Morrow, located in West Sussex, England, on the outskirts of the English village Clapham, is Clapham Wood. It's rather small, not huge, and easy to get lost in, like some of the forests that have been featured on the podcast. In fact, it's rather tiny. 15 acres. That's right, 1-5. Due to the great storm of 1987, it may even be three acres smaller. The great storm was a freak windstorm that just kind of came out of nowhere, giving nobody any type of warning whatsoever as it barrels across the English Channel claiming over 20 lives and 1 billion pounds in damages. Clapham was in the very center of the deadly storm's path. Much of Clapham Wood was overturned and disrupted, and besides three acres, it's back to its original glory. So I'm kind of unsure if it was 18 acres originally and now it's 15, or if it was 15 acres and now it's 13. Either way, it's pretty tiny. I've seen that people have been able to kind of go in, explore the area, and be out in a half hour. While the size may be small, (laughs) it does not lack in bizarre happenings. In fact, it's filled to the brim and overflowing and oozing down the sides. Many people who come to visit Clapham Wood experience sudden nausea and other illnesses that they can simply not explain, often feeling better once they leave the proximity of the woods. And it's not just humans who experience this in Clapham. Animals as well, large and small, have fallen victim to Clapham Wood. More on that shortly. People while here have actually claimed to see odd patches of a mysterious gray mist. Something so odd that even the finest of the debunkers would have a problem explaining what it could be. Do it. I double dog dare ya. Clapham Wood is home to death, possible UFO sightings, and abductions, and so much more. Buckle up, you guys. It is about to get a bit morbid and, dare I say, spooky. Like in Bennington Triangle, an episode released a few weeks back, and if you haven't heard it, be sure to, as that was a good one as well. But like Bennington... Bodies have been discovered in this small stretch of wood. In April of 1972, the body of an unidentified woman is discovered. It's obvious she has been murdered. Authorities are at the scene investigating this woman's premature and sudden death. One of the investigators is Peter Goldsmith, a former Royal Marine commando and who is now a police constable. Goldsmith is investigating the disappearance, searching for clues, anything to share what happened, anything that can reveal what happened to this woman, and who the hell is responsible. Well, two months later, the police constable himself will go missing in the same area. 
Peter was last seen walking across the rolling downs right near the town's beloved 13th century church. Sadly, his decomposing body would be found half a year later on December 13th, 1972. And yes, I checked, and no, it was not on Friday the 13th, but on a Thursday. They had found his body in wild bramble. I mean, it was completely and utterly obvious that his body was discarded and hidden there. He didn't just go there on his own. Not too far from where the unidentified woman was found. I think it was just like a half a mile. So really, really close. His death, well, it is a suspicious one. And foul play is believed to have taken place. It remains to be unsolved to this very day. In mid-1975, a pensioner named Leon Foster, well, he goes missing in the area. Three weeks after his wife reported him missing, one August day, his body is discovered in Clapham Wood by two people who were searching for their lost horse, who I believe also was never found. In 1978, on All Hallows' Eve, a retired vicar of Clapham's parish is on his way home from a dentist appointment. Reverend Harry Neil Snelling is added to the growing list of missing people. It will take three long years until his body is found, and yeah, you guys guessed it, Clapham Wood, by a Canadian tourist who unfortunately did not report the gruesome discovery until he left the United States. I mean, dude, I know that must have been terrifying to find a body. Like, I seriously cannot imagine, but call it in, good Lord. And in November of 1981, Jillian Matthews, a divorced woman who was unfortunately homeless and suffered from schizophrenia, she is found in the woods. She was beaten, raped, and strangled. Her murder or other deaths that I mentioned, these deaths have never been solved. And no one that I could see has been brought to justice. So that is the list of the people who have disappeared and were found in Clapham. And now I kind of want to talk about the mysterious and strange happenings that are connected to these strange woods. I first want to start with the mysterious illnesses experienced by many of the visitors. Now, I have to say, there have been times when I am at a site conducting an investigation. Life is good. You're getting results. You feel amazing. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, nausea strikes. This has happened to me many times. I get excruciatingly dizzy, lightheaded. I lose my senses rather quickly. I go outside to get fresh air, and immediately I feel better. Now, it's not like it happens like all the time where it's like an actual illness, but when it happens at that particular moment, you don't care about the paranormal or the supernatural or the investigation. Right then and there, you just don't want to throw up all over the damn place or over somebody. Sometimes we go to a location when there's so much residual energy, so much going on that it can be overwhelming. And yes, in some cases, it makes a otherwise healthy person extremely ill in a matter of seconds. Transforming like a person into a wild beast of a werewolf. And it seems like Clapham is one of those places, very much so. People, and I mean several of them, start to report illnesses after visiting Clapham even after just being there for an extremely short amount of time. 
not only this, but some swear that they have been physically pushed or shoved by unseen forces. So many reports are pouring in, in fact, that it simply cannot be ignored. Authorities investigate the matter. A surveyor is brought to the location, and he's using a Geiger counter, and he finds something utterly terrifying. Dangerous and unusually high levels of radiation. This alone can be the cause to why people and animals are suddenly getting very sick when entering Clapham Woods. But this would not be the only thing to be discovered by the surveyor. In addition to the rather shocking and disturbingly frightening discovery of the radiation, in the tree bark samples and soil samples that the surveyor did collect, it's discovered that the entirety of Clapham Wood is sitting on an underground bed of chalk. I mean, what the bloody hell is going on here? In the 1960s, people, they begin to share that they are seeing unexplained flying crafts in the sky. Visitors, locals, and residents in the neighboring homes. Before the 1960s, there was a sighting involving an elderly woman and a UFO reported back sometime in the 1700s. The woman who witnessed this describes the unknown and unexplainable object as a bright round shape like the full moon. She sees it glide down into Clapham Wood, where it then vanishes into some bushes. Perhaps a weird type of portal. She claims that after this happened, the woods reeked with fumes that stinketh of burning matter, and that without warning, she was smitten with palsy. In 1967, in the village of Rushington, just a few short miles away from Clapham Wood, Two young boys claim to have received a rather odd and eerie message via the Ouija board. The message, to say the least, was chilling. The boys were told that Clapham Wood was being used as a home base, if you will, for spacecrafts, and that one landed there recently to get supplies such as chemicals, one being sulfur. Unbeknownst to the young children, just months earlier, a local gentleman named Paul Glover had been in the area and had seen with his very own eyes multiple UFOs coming and going and basically confirming what the children had said about the chemicals. Something excruciatingly strange is happening here at Clapham Wood. The sightings, they continue. The following year, 1968, it's around eh, 2 a.m., and a man... Poor unfortunate dude suffering from insomnia is in his kitchen looking out the window. From there, he is able to see Woodham. To his shock and amazement, I'm sure, he sees this flying saucer type object hovering the sky. And down below, well, yeah, clap him. He calls the police. But by the time they arrived, the UFO, it had disappeared. A few years later, in 1972, a man, he's driving home when he sees a large saucer in the sky. He witnessed it make a large circle around Clapham, then rapidly take off at an unbelievable speed. And yet another sighting. A couple, they are taking a nice evening walk when they see what they believe to be Venus. They notice that it's extremely low, unusually low, alarmingly low. 
when suddenly it moves at an alarming fast pace heading to Clapham, then goes north once over the mysterious woods. They see this vertical beam descending from the object. It rapidly withdraws the beam and speeds off to the northeast. In the 1970s and into the 80s, reports come in on about animals getting hurt, going missing, or worse. Countless creatures are going into Clapham, and like humans, they're getting extremely ill. Walking in healthy, and those fortunate enough to leave come out limping, wounded, in a confused state, and more. Some never step foot out again, and are either missing forever, or their remains found scattered about later on. In 1975, local paper, the Worthing Herald, starts featuring troublesome stories. A year-old chow disappears while in the woods. A two-year-old collie, who had always been a well-behaved poocherino, takes off into an area between two trees and never comes out again. The entire area is searched high and low, but nothing is ever found. In one case, a woman takes her dog for a walk into the woods where the canine begins to act erratically. It begins running in circles, and no, it was not chasing its tail. Even more concerning to its owner, the dog begins to froth at the mouth. It's in obvious agonizing pain, and its eyes are practically bulging out. As soon as they step foot out of Clapham, the dog is back to its normal self. Happy ending for this dog, but not the case with another. When it went into the woods, it somehow became paralyzed, and much to its owner's heartbreak, the dog did have to be euthanized. And it's not just man's best friend whose life is being threatened. There have been cases that involves horses as well. One report shows that one day a man was on his horse, going for a ride through the woods, when he finds an area where he can tether his horse and go take a leak. When he is done watering the plants, he heads back to his noble steed, and to his horror, the horse is nowhere to be seen. He searches all of Clapham Wood and the surrounding area. He asks neighbors, have you seen anything? Have you seen the horse? Have you heard the horse? But the gorgeous creature was never seen alive again, nor was its body ever recovered. A book claiming that satanic rituals are being conducted in Clapham Wood is published. No full-on proof of this really exists, but it's definitely a possibility. Strangely enough, the year that the book, The Demonic Connection, is released, the mysterious animal deaths, disappearances, and injuries come to a stop. One man claims to have received a phone call from a mysterious man telling him to meet him in the woods. Hello. Hello, I will not share my name with you, but I want you to meet me in the woods, please. Weary, the man, does as he's told. When he gets there to the spot he was directed to go to, he sees that he is alone. No one's there. Suddenly he hears a voice, the same voice that came from the phone, and it's coming from an area filled with wild brambles. I mean, people avoid areas like this. No one in their right damn mind would step foot in there. And like the two boys with the Ouija board, this voice has an ominous message to give this young man. The deaths of these animals have to do with a satanic cult who call themselves the Friends of the Hecate. Supposedly, these animals are offerings and sacrifices, if you will, to Hecate. The man was told, 
There are people in high places involved, holding positions of power and authority who will tolerate no interference. We will stop at nothing to ensure the safety of our cult. Mind you, just one week prior to this bizarre meeting, the reverend disappeared in the area. We will stop at nothing to ensure the safety of our cult. Beyond creepy. And I saw something online regarding a woman who had been in the forest when she claimed to have an encounter with a black-eyed child. Not much more was said about this, so, you know, I'm unsure what exactly happened there, no detail whatsoever, but I thought I would mention it. While there is nothing I could find to back this up, it's long since been believed that the Druids used the land for worship, honoring their pagan gods and the goddesses. Did you enjoy this week's episode? Yes! Listen to the others. They are equally awesome. Haven't heard every single one yet? No need to cry. You can binge listen right now by heading over to any of those awesome podcast platforms, such as Downcast, iHeartRadio, OwlTel, Overcast, Podchaser, wherever you may roam. To listen to your other podcasts, you'll probably find Paranormal Prowlers podcast lurking in the background. This week's special city shoutouts go to Harriman, Utah, Bad Hofkastin, Austria, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, Tappahannock, Virginia, and Mishawaka, Indiana. As usual, a huge thank you. It's greatly appreciated you taking time out of your day and spending a bit of it with me. Be sure to check out next week's newest episode, released every single Monday. People, if you don't come back and listen to Paranormal Prowler's newest episode, I'm going to come and beat you with a rubber hose. <laughs> never been beaten before. And we will see you next week.